We want to put the fan first in our league, and I think that's very important. What we tried to do is look at all these possibilities where we can enhance the fan experience, provide more access, give the fan a little bit of a louder, stronger, clearer voice. Some of that with tech, you know, the connections that we can make on various platforms. Some of that, though, is sort of old-fashioned. Let me get closer to the players and closer to the coaches, and let me get a glimpse of what's behind that door and what goes through the head of a player. I want to better understand that game. We think we can create a family-friendly, affordable game day experience. We also think we can create a great experience at home, and we think we can provide those enhancements that really make a difference. We want to be a good steward of the game of football, and that means looking out not just for the health and safety of the players, not just for the coaches, but really for the fan as well. You know, if you think about it, all these sports, football included, wouldn't really amount to much if there weren't so many people that love the game. This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. What the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of October 7th, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. This week, we take a look at a nearly complete AAF league with cities, rosters, and all. This is episode 36 Here comes the Alliance. And remember, everyone listening, we do have the XFL fan line open for you to chime in anytime you want. And if you say something good, we'll play it on the show. Remember the number, 724-565-4XFL. That's 724-565-4XFL. Guys, welcome back to the program. Last week, we heard from a bunch of fans. It was amazing. The feedback we got, people clamoring for the XFL in their cities. But in the meantime, we've got a whole nother league here ready to play football in 2019 before 2020. We've been talking about the AAF some. We're going to talk about them some more today. But before we do, real quick, last week's show, Jake, amazing stuff. What did you take? One thing you took and stood out the most from all those calls we heard. No more football in the state of Indiana. Please don't bring it there. Yes. <laughs> Same here. And, you know, we played that. We had that Oliver Luck uh, from, from the XFL Twitter account uh, talking at one of the imagination meetings, reimagination meetings, Bryant, about how it's all about the fans and immersing the fans into the game and getting them involved and having them, giving them a voice. That's what the XFL fan line did last week, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a great little little thing to, to get the fans interacted with uh, the XFL show and with the XFL. I mean, people were, some people were very passionate about their cities too. I, uh, I think we had even somebody call about their city while they were working, which was great. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, any second they can to, to, to pitch their city for an XFL team. Uh, I'm totally up for that. Yeah. The passion was off the hook last week, everybody. So thanks again for that. And we wouldn't want it any other way. Remember call in anytime. Once again, 
The XFL fan line is 724-565-4XFL. And, of course, social media, always at XFL Show. Let's start this week off, though, with a good old-fashioned cover two. Going for two. Go for two and believe. First thing up on our cover two this week, Oliver Luck revealed to Mark Berman of Fox in Houston that it looks like mid-October for the release date of the city's the XFL a couple more weeks as of this as of this show guys that means we're gonna know maybe even next week what cities the xfl will be in and mark berman of fox in houston was trying to get oliver luck to spill the beans on if the xfl will be in houston and i don't know if you saw the clip but it kind of sounded like the xfl is going to houston jake that's what i got from it oh the xfl is definitely going to houston i mean this would be the biggest swerve of all the swerves if they did not go there because of, because of what he said. He did. He said how great they, they were with, for the Oilers and for the Texans, and they supported the Dynamo, which he was a part of in the MLS. And then even back in the USFL days, the Houston Ramblers, I believe, they were supported. I mean, I, I would be shocked if now hearing that, Bryant, if the XFL wasn't ending up in, in H-Town. Yeah, I mean, Houston's been on on the news in terms of how uh, much they've wanted a team, I guess. Everywhere you go, any little snippet of news that got leaked about a city always seemed to revolve around Houston. Um, you know, that music video that came out not too long ago, uh, this little <laughs> bit of news now. I mean, everything it seems like Houston's is set. But, I mean, you never know, right? I think we know. Uh, listen, if you're the commissioner, you wouldn't come out and say something like this if it wasn't going to happen. This, I, I'm taking this as, you know, city number one is confirmed. He, he also has ties to Houston, <laughs> Oliver Luck. And, yeah, we can't forget that, 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 that fat beat, that dope rhyme about the city of Houston getting XFL football. So uh, I – I don't think the question is, is the XFL going to Houston? I think the question, guys, is can you handle another week or two of not knowing the cities? Because I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait for the news to drop, the bomb to drop. XFL, the eight cities announced in this month of October, it's coming. We're so close. Yeah, it's you know we've been waiting this whole time. It's, what, 36 weeks after the original announcement. And, guys, I got to tell you, I almost want them to stretch it out, prolong it. Maybe just give us, maybe just give us one no. city mid-October. Oh. oh, I hope they don't do I, it one by I, one. I mean, just- if you asked me this four weeks ago, I would say, man, we, you know, we're dying for news. Give it to us. But I just, you know, I think it should be a slow burn. How do you think? Jake, I think we, we spent so much time on this show trying to make you know our own news, and now we're getting news, and you want them to stop. I'm not ready. <laughs> you just don't know what to do with eight it's, cities all at one it's time. The it's too much for you to handle. Patient. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready for, uh, for for all these cities to be announced. I want to get you know on a big press conference, need, a live yeah, press I want conference. Something. You know, yeah. all these all these cities are going to be excited. You want to rev up the fans. You want to, I want to start reaching out to those fans. That I am going to be excited uh, to uh, you know to, to pick my team and buy some officially licensed gear. You know, hopefully I'm the all, first one in my time wearing some you know XFL team gear. Good good thing is you could buy XFL gear now. Their their shop is uh, open up on their website. The AAF uh, does not have their their stuff available yet. So that's you know they're debuting sooner, but tougher to get AAF gear than it is to get XFL gear right now. A lot of people complaining about that online. About not being able to get AAF gear? 
Yeah, their their shop is not well, open know, right now. You know, something good you don't want to release all at once. You release it slowly to, to build the anticipation that Jake was just talking about. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to buy. What kind me of trick some, can I get my dad? Just curious. I'm trying to yeah, buy yeah. me some Memphis Ex- Express gear, and it's it's just not working right now. I mean, it it takes. Yeah, now, I, I I will say that if you're going to announce the teams and the team names, you should have the gear already made up. So maybe the XFL could take the time on that. Sense. They do have it up, but people are complaining that they're not getting their starter AAF gear uh, for a while. I guess it's a, lo- a long process. Also, oh, it's on back order. $30 for a Memphis Express t-shirt. I- I'll wait for the $5 knockoff version outside the stadium. Thank you very much. Uh, so the the XFL, it's on the ball with the with the gear. Um and it's going to be on the ball with the cities here any any minute. It could be happening as we talk right now. I'm going to keep my – I'm opening up my Twitter. I'm sorry. Anything could happen. Um, Brian, you and I may have to talk, you know, after we're done recording this episode because I have a friend who, you know, they've opened up their own screen printing business, uh, really high-res picks. She does great work. <laughs> so maybe we'll talk off air about that. Uh, I mean, well, no, never condoning not, copyright infringement yeah, here on the show. But. best idea to <laughs> – she may have the announced. License. I don't know. You know what? We're I'm telling you, if we go back XFL gear. <laughs> if we go back to Madden, you know, '99, I guarantee all these logos that the AAF are using were on there on Build Your Own Team. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the new AAF teams team names announced last week. We haven't gotten to yet. Uh, those are so good. Um, the other bit here in our cover too uh, is spring football in America is really affecting Canadian football. Uh, the Ottawa Red Blacks general manager, Marcel Desjardins, was quoted saying, if players are making 70000 the first year in the AAF and our minimum in Canada is 54000 Canadian, just competing with it on that level is the first problem. The second is a lot of guys who want to stay home in the U.S. compared to coming up north. We all knew that would be an issue. I mean, for the CFL, right? You got two spring leagues now in America. That's when Canada you know, has their game is... Uh, the end of spring and goes into the summer and into the fall. Guys are going to want to play here before they go to the CFL in the AAF, and they can make more, especially in the XFL. And the AAF, to top it all off, guys, have a collecting a collective bargaining agreement that is uh, going to expire in May of 2019. So right now, tough times, the, the, CA, the CFL does. have a, They have a oh, collective okay collective bargaining agreement that ends in may so that's tough times right now the cfl players association the cfl are going to butt heads and in the meantime a new spring league is going to debut in 2019 in the in america and then the xfl in 2020 and all of a sudden we could be seeing a bunch of great players on the market for the aaf and the xfl you know I'm sorry, Jake. I just want to make one point real quick before in the uh, documentary, if you guys remember on ESPN's 30 for 30 on the XFL, there's one big uh, piece of information that I always take from it. And is that Vince McMahon knew that he didn't have to be the best option. He just had to be this next best option after the NFL. As long as he paid his players more than what the CFL or any other league were around that time, you were going to bring in the players because the players want the money. So it is something that the CFL is going to have to contend with. And I don't think that's going to be, and it's strategically done to where, uh, you know, they're going to be more than the CFL. That's what they wanted. They want those players. I'm a fan of three down. I'm a fan of three down football. So this is a bummer, but also obviously rooting for the XFL to get the best possible players. And this is a great strategy. I think by Vince McMahon and Oliver Luck, Jake. 
Yeah, Bryant, I understand what you're saying. You don't got to be faster than the bear. You just got to be faster than the other guy that the bear is chasing after. <laughs> and uh, listen, the market, like anything else, the market will determine what happens here. If these players want to stay home, I mean, certainly if you can make, you know, if you're from the United States, if whatever deal you get here is going to, at the very least, equal what they would be giving you up in the CFL, I say you stay here. Even if they're lowballing you a little bit, you know, it may not be worth it to, uh, you know, to take your family up there. And the AAF, remember, guys, is capped at, what, a three-year, $250,000 contract for players. And obviously, they're going to have a try to have a working relationship with the NFL. They have really lax rules on leaving the AAF for the NFL. But in terms of the CFL, that's a conflict. But you're going to make more money in the AAF as opposed to the CFL. And then if you're a good player, the XFL is going to play pay players according to their talent. There is no cap. So you have ballers in the CFL, really, that people should know about. If you're a diehard football fan, you know names names like Mike Riley, their MVP, or, of course, Johnny Football. Uh, there are great players there. Bo Levi Mitchell, great quarterback. Willie Jefferson, Charleston Hughes, great edge rushers. I mean, these guys are, are players that would be fun to watch. Veterans in leagues like the XFL and the Alliance. And having veterans in those leagues might be tough because right now, if you look at the AAF rosters, which we'll do in a minute, they're just chock full of young guys. But the CFL has veterans and guys who are really good and just you know on the verge of being on NFL rosters and definitely could be league MVPs in a league like the XFL. So I think it was a great idea the way they scaled the pay, uh, unfortunately, for the CFL. We'll see how it turns out for them. But what that league's been around for like 100 years, Bryant, so I don't think it'll affect them too bad. Well, Alan, how, how long is the season in the CFL? Is it 14 games? Is it – how many oh, games? I, I feel like you're going to get paid less and play more games in the CFL. You are playing more games in the CFL. That's why – yeah, it's uh, – it's like a twenty-game schedule. It's a lot. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, I was only. No I'm in my second. I'm in my second year of CFL fandom, but I know they have twenty-one weeks. I think they might have two or three buys, though. You get multiple buys, but you know, it's 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 a it's, it's a, a growing schedule. So I mean, you know, Canada was I mean, beautiful you're as going it is. June June to November. I mean, that's pretty crazy. It's a long, long. It's a long season. June yeah. to November. Oh my god! <laughs> and they only that get is... three weeks of summer. Too up there, so <laughs> yeah. take that into account. Also, it, it's rough. So uh, definitely, especially if you're an American football player, which most are, you want to play here. I mean, you. Re- I mean, I love Saskatchewan. I, I'm a big re- fan of Regina, beautiful town. But if it's between there and Memphis, I mean, give me blues and barbecue, Jake. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you there. It's you know. But you said, you know, they've been they've been sticking around for uh, many millennia. I mean, you look at the stands right now, it's not like they're always jam-packed. You still see a lot of empties there, so they're uh they're making it, so it's still going to be an option out there. But yeah. is, you know, is is the player going to be the right, you know, it's going to take a certain type of player that's going to yeah. want to play up there versus down here. And and also the XFL has the advantage on the AAF when it comes to luring CFL players because, like we said, you're capped in the AAF. In the XFL, if you're a player like Mike Riley, who is a, a legit quarterback there in Canada, I mean, you could probably make way more than the 250k in three years in the AF in the XFL versus the AAF, and you're probably going to choose that. So, 
another plus there for the XFL over the Alliance, which this week, guys, we are going to dive deep into because we have the last four team names and we have virtually all the rosters filled. I know there's like about, I think, nine or ten spots on most of these rosters left to fill. Uh, we'll look at some of the names and see if you recognize any. Uh, I can't wait to get Jake's reaction to some of these rosters. But uh, let's do it. It is the AAF and their last four team names, the subject of this week's Hot Read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Go! Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, Flip, Caliber. O-Town, Happy, Jolly, Drunk, Buster, Burger, Tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck, fuck! Hey, Seattle! Hey! Hey! All right. Here we go. Hot read time, guys. New team names in the Alliance of American Football. And you said already, Brian, you think some of these were ripped off from the knockoff uh, names that we used to get in Madden. Well, I think the logos for sure, uh, Alan. Remember but can you- we go over the ones that were already announced, too, just so we can recap that? Yeah, we are. We did. We went through them all, and we played the, uh, the special YouTube videos that were released for those as well, and we'll do those for the new teams, but... We went over Memphis Express was our our consensus favorite, right? We all love Memphis Express. I'm a Memphis Express fan. That's my AAF team. Uh, I'm an expresser. Now. I'm an expresser. Uh, the Birmingham Iron went over them. Mike Singletary's <laughs> crew. Uh, the Orlando Apollos, which is mm. whew, swing mm. for the fences. I don't know. Um, swing for uh, swing for the stars, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and uh, for the for the sun and the moon <laughs> and the other team. <laughs> Was uh, we had, we had uh, Birmingham, Memphis, legends. Orlando, and the Atlanta Legends. How can you forget that they're legendary? They're <laughs> legends. Come yeah. on, Alan. Maybe not legendary enough, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to talk about, well, the new four team names. And, of course, each of them have a pretty cool video that we're going to uh, play here, the audio of at least, uh, so we can uh, check them out. First up, we have... The wow controversial name right out the gates, uh, and we'll talk about why it's controversial. They are called the Arizona Hotshots guys, and uh, well, we'll get into why it's controversial here. And I've got the video up here for everybody if you care to uh, to check it out. I'm, I'm I'm screen sharing with you now just to peek behind the curtain. Uh, I know you guys probably haven't seen the video, but here we go. It is time for the video and introduction of the Arizona Hotshots. Heat. Searing. Scorching. Heat. 1,400 degrees of seemingly unstoppable power. Those who run into it. We call heroes. Arizona is home to many types of heroes. Mavericks, Warriors, and Hot Shots. All right, hmm. there you go. We got a touchy subject hmm. there because obviously the the Hot Shots of Arizona. In case you don't know what a Hot Shot is, that would be the Granite Mountain Hot Shots that they're paying homage to there, which was a, a terrible tragedy back in 2013, the Yarnell Hill uh, fire. 
a bunch of uh, firefighters, hotshots, died. 19 of them, actually, fighting the fire there in Prescott, Arizona. So this is a tragedy, one of the worst in the, the history of our country, guys. And uh, the hotshots are remembered as heroes in Arizona. Very, very, very uh, touchy subject whenever you name your your team after them. Obviously, it's cool to pay homage to them. Are we too sensitive in thinking maybe the AAF team shouldn't do that? That's the big question right now in Arizona. I Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm offended or that it's too touchy or anything like that. But there are a hundred million other names that you can pick that don't cause this kind of controversy or anything like that that you could have gone with with Arizona. I mean, I'm not going to try to sit here and name them on the top of my head because, you know, but if you sit there in a room with people, you can think of other names that are not the Arizona hotshots and you would avoid this entire um, uh, conversation. Are, are there any other, you know, professional or collegiate teams where the, uh, you know, the team name or the mascot honored someone, you know, in, in a similar vein that, uh, you know, lost their lives doing something? I'm, uh, I was trying to think about that while we we're watching the video here. Uh, um, I mean, I know the Los Angeles Kings named their mascot Bailey after Ace Bailey, who tragically passed away on the 9-11 uh, planes. Um but I think that's just a different. And, and the thing is, it's not that it, these are offensive team names. This isn't like the Washington football team name that we're talking. This is a different issue where the question is, is are they capitalizing off of this tragedy financially by naming the team the hot shots? That's the thing everyone's talking about. And I mean, if you do everything in a respectful way and you get the go ahead, the thing is also the AAF didn't really reach out to. Uh, any members of the families or anybody, you know, any officials still there in, in Prescott about naming the team this, you know, maybe if you ask for permission beforehand, that would have been the right thing to do, and they did not do that. But they still probably, I'm sure, will be holding all kinds of on-field homages and playing stuff to honor the those uh, hotshots who died in this tragedy. But this is a, yeah, you're right, Brian, an issue they could have totally avoided and gone with an animal or something, you know, rattlesnakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, there's the. Cacti. That's what I'm saying. There's you know so <laughs> yeah. many names you could have chosen to avoid this 100, percent which makes you feel like it's it. There's other reasons behind it, and the thing maybe yeah, those thing, reasons aren't so honorable. I don't know. I'm not them. I'm not going to sit here and say they're dishonorable. I gotta like say that, it's a to cool name though. It's a cool name, and I would have totally been down with it. And that's if, probably why they named the firefighters that because it's a cool name. Yeah, and if we would have you know, heard that, okay, the AAF reached out beforehand and said, hey, we want to honor these people. Can we use the name? And then they were bestowed it. It was bestowed upon them. That I would be, nobody would have a problem. But they didn't do that, and that's a bad move. But uh, that that's the team name. It's the Hot Shots. Uh, how, do you, how do you grade that one, though, Jake? With the controversy aside, uh, Hot Shots, where does it rank in the pecking order of new uh, AAF team it's, names? It's not quite as legendary as the legends, but again, <laughs> you know, you're really you know putting them up on a uh, you know on a pedestal here. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to look at. I, I will say this second batch, I believe, as a whole, is better than the first four that they gave us. So yeah, the Hot Shots, it's it's right in the middle, I guess. I, yeah. if, if Charlie Sheen's not out there flipping your coin for the for the, for the first <laughs> inaugural um, coin toss, then I'm gonna be very upset. Oh man, that would be that would be legendary. Talk about legendary if they get <laughs> the original hot shot. All right, so yeah, and of course Arizona is coached the hot shots by Rick Neuheisel. 
a former UCLA coach, um, Pac-12 uh, mainstay there. Let's go to our next team. We have the San Diego. Excuse me. I want to do San Antonio first. We'll get to San Diego last. And I, b- I believe it's pronounced oh San Diego. San Diego. I want to do the San Antonio Commanders. In Military City, USA, duty, honor, sacrifice, these are not just words, they are a way of life. For 300 unbroken years, men and women have defended a cause greater than themselves. From the Alamo to today, San Antonio has always been home to the Commanders. Cool logo, the the saber with the Alamo in the background there. I dig it. Um, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's a cool logo. You have the Lone Star for I guess the Lone Star State. It's a logo. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that that was the Alamo behind it, uh, Alan, what? until you just pointed it out. But uh, Jake, come on, man. Uh, it, it's okay. It's it's a name. It's a name. I, I think this is, uh, I'll just say, the best overall logo. It, it's a great and, uh, logo, and it feels like a very USFL name. And I don't know if you could check out the uh, roster page that I sent you there. They're San Antonio's coached by Mike Riley. Jake, look up and down that roster. Do you know anyone on that on that list of names there for uh, the uh, yeah, let me, San Antonio let me roster? Uh, hint, hint, Jake, you probably do. Just, just, uh, just got to uh, look hard. I'm scrolling. I don't know. Does, is there anyone he'll know on this roster? Well, I don't uh, know. You made him look at this one specifically, so I feel like there's a reason. Uh, should well, should I be looking at the at the screen uh, we're sharing right now? Uh, you <laughs> can. It doesn't matter. I don't think you're going to know anybody, but this is the if you see who I'm highlighting, uh, this is uh, a, possibly Trevor Knight. As, yeah, as oh, I'm my. You want to talk about <laughs> if you got Trevor Knight on your team, you might want to call your team the San Antonio Sexies because that's the guy. That's the former A&M quarterback. Oklahoma quarterback too that uh that Katy Perry herself wanted to date but uh that, that he's a handsome man he's taken damn handsome man uh but this is going to be a, a fun team to watch and it uh, feels like a very USFL team name I love it uh, I'm not rooting for them obviously we're Express fans over here let's go to our next AAF team name that would be the Salt Lake Stallions. <laughs> How do we measure power? How was the West won? When the land was so vast and the challenge so great, what could carry us to the silver tops of the Wasatch Mountains and along the shores of the Great Salt Lake? Wild and untamed like the land, the stallions of Salt Lake City Again, this is this is very safe. I hear, I I, I believe here the Salt Lake Stallions. Uh, uh, Bryant, would you say the logo resembles more of a you know a, a Pegasus than a? Than yeah, a that's kind of what I, I was. I yeah, that's kind of what I was going for too. And on that, it's going with that baby blue. Uh, you know, maybe one one too many swooshes on the top of it, possibly there. Yeah, uh, you know, it's 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 a pretty cool name. I like the uh, the ombre they did with the actual name. If you take a look at the Salt Lake Stallions, it's like two toned, which is pretty nice. Um, and, and it makes sense. It it's fitting in a way. I was you know. 
I didn't know they would go in that direction, but I think this is also, if I'm looking at this, is the only animal that they're naming anything after. Yep. They, they so, talked about uh, riding stallions to the you know silver tops of those mountains. Can you ride a stallion? Because isn't by definition a stallion a wild horse that you can't get on top of? <laughs> um, I thought a stallion was just a male horse. Oh, okay, it's not a wild horse then. <laughs> I, I, I could be wrong. Okay. I, I, I would uh, assume they're going to be riding a horse you know, wait, wait, to the stadium on the field. Wait for our future episode where we'll have Steve Irwin Jr. on the show to discuss Stallions and the Salt Lake team. Uh, let's move on to the final AAF team name that was revealed, and it is god-awful. It is the same. <laughs> really? The, I, I don't think it's bad. Oh, it's so bad. This uh, is bad. Play the clip. The San Diego Fleet. Firepower, teamwork, ingenuity, 200 ships, 2,000 aircraft, 250,000 sailors, the greatest fighting force the world has ever known. The Pacific is their domain, San Diego is their home, and football is back. This is the San Diego fleet. Okay, I can already tell Jake's not going to like this because of the the lack of pluralness uh, <laughs> in this name. Well, nope. No plural, it just ends with a T. Well, but, but, a, but a, fleet, a fleet is, you know, plural already. Yeah, but no S. There's no S we're saying. You're right, you're right about I that. Like I it. See, I think I disagree with you with you guys about this. I like but it. They, but I think there's it's so much safe. you could you could have done a lot more. It's 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 San Diego. You talk about you know okay, great great uh, navy. What what about destroyers, torpedoes, oh, something my cooler? God, yes. Could have done something a lot cooler than fleet B fifty twos. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, I mean, there's Apache a, a helicopter. I don't know. You could have done a Who's lot the, more. Yeah, come on. The fleet and is also, just the, kind the of logo. Bland. The logo looks like something they give out at the local Denny's to the kids so that they can color during breakfast. The, the logo does kind of look like a mechanical pig, you know, sticking its <laughs> nose out. I, I'll say that. But no, I see. I, I think this is a good logo. I think it's a good team name, also for them. Yellow too. I'm not feeling oh, the yellow. You, you also can't. Can you chant that? How are you going to chant that? Fleet, 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 fleet. fleet. It's fleet. F L E E T fleet 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 right okay. oh oh there you go just rip off the jets all right it's a good idea um yeah this is my least favorite but might be my favorite coaching staff because holy crap <laughs> some of the some of the position coaches and the offensive coordinator all names you know the running back coach for the San Diego Fleet will be none other than Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Good lord. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out him, you know, getting on the field at some time. <laughs> you know what? We we don't we haven't even talked about this because all these analysts, all these coaches that are on ESPN, the NFL network, uh NBC, Fox, all these, they don't have jobs when it comes to the spring. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna throw them out onto the field and have them coach a team, I guess. You know, they're not gonna be really available, I would assume, during the season. Of the NFL yeah. season, that is. But you have yeah, all these and, players. I mean, you have guys who are, uh, you know, Daryl Moots Johnston. I don't know if he's still in the booth, but he's the GM of, of I think, the San Antonio team. I mean, they've got, you've got guys who are, you know, going to be trying to get back into football in the 
you're right, in the spring when they're bored not being on TV. So Marshall Falk, Anthony Becht is also in the booth, I think, for ESPN. He is a tight ends coach for this team. And their offensive coordinator is Bengal great John Kitna, Jake. Uh, you know, great is thrown around a lot these <laughs> days. But, uh, you know, he is a name. <laughs> well, that, that's a pretty impressive staff there for the uh, San Diego fleet. Their head coach, of course, is – uh, the the greatest Rams coach of all time, Mike Martz, would you say, uh, Bryant? I know you're a big you're a big Rams no. fan, right? Mike Martz, your favorite you say, head coach no. ever. How many Super Bowls? How many Super Bowls did he bring to the team? Come on. Come well, on. his offensive coordinating got Dick Vermeil that Super Bowl. We all know that, but uh, uh, you know, he's yeah. the, he's the head coach. Uh, and San Diego team. Don't know if you. I know. I really don't know any players. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have. Uh, SEC bias, and that's why I love the Memphis Express. I mean, I have, have I'm so a little Pac-12 guy. Let me see here if I recognize any of these. They got a lot of great teams. SEC players on Memphis, and then you got a bunch of Pac-12 players on the San Diego team. Bishop Sankey, I recognize because he plays played for the Titans. Um, other than him, uh, nope, don't recognize. Uh, Terrell Watson sounds familiar, like he was probably on a practice squad somewhere. Josh Johnson, San Diego quarterback. All right, he was in the NFL. Wasn't Justin Williams is the new captain of the Carolina Hurricane, I believe. Uh, that's hockey, Brian. Josh oh, Johnson sorry. was a backup, I believe, for the maybe the uh, oh yeah I'm Panthers. Waiting, wishing you believe. <laughs> that's is that Jack Johnson? Oh, that's know. Jack Johnson. Yeah. My apologies. Also Thank a hockey you. player as well. Um, <laughs> so those are your AAF team names. Uh, number one overall, Memphis Express. Uh, for, I would for, either say that or the Stallions. I think, yeah, yeah. For team name, Express is the best, but I think the whole package, name and logo, I got to give it to the Commanders myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just any... about that, that outlaw style. The, 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 the Commanders logo is basically the same thing as an Express logo, except it's a sword instead of a jet. Uh, I, I think they're pretty different. The the thing about the thing we need to look at though is are any of these names better than the team names we're going to get in the XFL twenty twenty and are any of them better than any of the original XFL team names because I, I might I might swap out uh, I don't know I don't know if there, maybe the the what was it Chicago what were they the Force Enforcers, Enforcers. Enforcers. I, I, I might swap out. Name. I might for swap Chicago, out. I feel like that's a very fitting. Name. I might swap out the Memphis Express for the Chicago Enforcers. That's the only one. But uh, other than that, all the original XFL team names are better than these. Well, it, it was a different time. It know? was. It was when being, ha- putting X's on things was really cool, <laughs> and and also Orlando Rage. I mean, that's just that would never be used today. Um, these team names, though, they're fun. They're team names. San Diego Fleet, I just think, is horrible. And uh, the, the rosters, Jake, just look them over real quick. Do you recognize anybody from any of these teams? And the question is, can the XFL do better than these rosters? Do you, how, is the XFL going to be able to get players of this same ilk? Are they going to have more recognizable names, older names? Because a lot of these guys are young. Yeah, I mean, even if you go older names, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, more name recognition, people flipping through the TV. They they see a name on the back of their jersey that they haven't seen for a while. Maybe they're going to stick around and, you know, watch a couple snaps or a couple series. You know, roster-wise, that's, what, a year and a half away now. It's impossible to speculate. It is, but the thing is these guys are signing on with the AAF. That's three-year deal. 
they're bound and stuck, I, I would assume, to the AAF. So you're not going to see these people in the XFL. And w- what does that mean for the XFL? Because this is a whole crop of players now that have been taken. What is going to be out yeah, there for but, the XFL? But you're going to get a whole new crop of players come 2019 cuts uh, that are going to become available to you. From the NFL and from From the the CFL, the CFL CBA coming up, like we said earlier, there's a lot of great talent up there too. And the other thing too, you have to remember is the one thing that another thing that the XFL did perfectly uh, back in 2001 was they let the players kind of make names for themselves. So, uh, you know, Rod Smart, he ate me, wasn't the greatest player of all time, but he made it, he made himself feel like he was the greatest player of all time uh, just by his, uh, his uh, pizzazz, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, exactly. He he kind of created that swag, and then what happened after that? You know, he became a legend, almost pretty much, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, of the NF, of the XFL, he was, and he got and so himself think- into he got himself enough attention to get into to the NFL after that as well. And that's kind of you know yeah. the whole point is you could find yourself in these leagues, man. You might not be good right now. You know, might might not be NFL caliber. But you get on that field in the XFL or the AAF, and you're going to earn your way to recognition uh, with the confidence and, and that builds that come with reps. And that's what's great about these leagues. People are getting reps now. That's what I'm happy for, for all these players. And I look forward to the AAF, but obviously here we can't wait for the XFL in 2020. It's going to be bigger and better than what the AAF's doing. And what the AAF's doing I think, think is exciting, guys. But – Nothing compared to the team names we're going to hear in hopefully just a couple of weeks. Do you think we'll get names with the cities or just cities, Jake? Cities. I, hope, I hope just cities. <laughs> Jake, Jake does not want too much information. Just right, wait, is that, stretch it out. Is that so we have more <laughs> topics to talk about on the show, huh? <laughs> we, can, we can vote. We can have people call in. Oh, you it's going to be great if they don't you know, name people, cities. People name. ask us that, though, right? I, I, I'm sure you guys get people asking you, oh, what do you, XFL's not here until 2020. What do you talk about? There's so much to talk about. It's crazy. It, it's, it, there's, we've got fans interacting. We've got all sorts of topics. We've got t- things to speculate on. Great interviews with Oliver Luck and more to come. More people and guests to come onto the show in the future. We're lining them up for everybody. So there's, it, there's never a dull moment on, on This is the XFL Show, Brian. No, never. I, I, I think every time you tune in, you're going to have something new to talk about with your friends. And, and part of the discussion is what you guys bring up as well. So just keep hitting us up on all the social media gimmicks and all the uh, – uh, and on our hotline. Don't forget the hotline. Uh, yeah, seven, that number out one more time. 724-565-4XFL. 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line. And you can give us a ring, leave a message, and we'll play it on the air if it's good and clean, of course. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have something to play for you next week. Until next week, remember you can follow us on social media at XFL Show. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the website. This is thexflshow.com. Jake, anything before we get out of here, man? The San Diego fleet is not a bad name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, You might be able to get me to come around to it, but not now. All right, for Jake and Bryant, I'm Alan. We'll see you next week. This has been the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.